Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. Good morning. I'm going to share with you the theme of this class. It's the distinction between being naive and dangerous. Interesting view. Being naive and what that represents and being dangerous and what that represents and your definition of both because you have one. And we're going to explore that during this conversation and ideally you explore it through your practice. The focus of this particular class is on your glutes, your tush. Isn't that amazing? Sometimes we need a kick in the ass every once in a while. And so perhaps this morning will be just that for you. Over the last week, we've been working you up your body, from your feet up. And now we're gonna go back to mid-range, to your glutes, and to get a sense of what lives in your glutes, your cheeks. <laughs> I'm gonna share that with you. Left, anger at women. Hmm, anger at women can be held in the glute, left glute in particular, and deep-seated inner rage. Wow, sound familiar? And so this area of the body can be uh, tight and held, which impacts all sorts of different things. The rest of our body, absolutely. How we stand, how we move, our gait. And so the focus on your relationship to women. And that is a very curious subject to explore, absolutely. And lucky you, we will explore that at some point during our time together. How amazing will that be? I think amazing. The right glute, anger at men. Mm. Oh my goodness. Spicy topic, anger at men and deep seated outward rage, outward rage. Ha! When the fire comes out. Oh, and you're a fiery bunch. Yes, indeed you are. Holy snapping. And so a lot happens in this area of the body. And we will explore that through this fine practice coming your way. The tendency is to hold on to these experiences, hold on to them, our anger, our seething rage, until it builds up and we blow out. Has that ever happened to you? You ever let the inner fire come out? Oh, huh. Okay, some head shakes, that's good. Oh, I can imagine you are a force when that happens. And most likely it's done in a very irresponsible way. That's how it goes. We hold, we hold, we hold, we blow up. And say all the things we haven't been saying. And that is a lot to hear. And the other or others feels like they are being, being blowtorched kind of experience. It's a lot of heat, it's a lot of intensity, and it's very difficult to withstand. And most people don't, they can't, that's the point. There's a part of us that believes that we can get away with that kind of nonsense. There is that part. 
That's why we do it. And in part, we can choose people that will tolerate that. The very people you don't respect because they don't stand up for themselves. Isn't that curious why you choose somebody like that? Somebody you can push around. And that's an interesting inquiry. And what you start to notice is you don't really want somebody to contend with. There is that part of you. They actually rather be with somebody that's weaker than you, that you can push around, make fun of, ridicule, slap around every once in a while, and they'll take it. Take it so much you stop respecting them. So you just give it to them more. That certainly can lead into feeling embittered, anger, angry and resentful. That you're in a relationship like that. In opposition of what you really want, somebody to contend with. And so how we move in relationships matter. Absolutely. I'm going to share, you, share with you some distinctions. I think that support this conversation, being naive. A naive person believes that they are harmless. Naive, a naive person believes that they're harmless. You can say a naive person believes that they're good, that they're a good person. My hope over our last week together, you're starting to understand that you're not a good person. That's one of the focuses of this program, that you understand that you are not a good person. There's forces within you that leave you not a very good person. That's good to know. That information offers you tremendous utility in your life. And only a naive person believes that they're harmless and a good person. If you understand that you're not harmless, then knowing so can make you a lot more careful with yourself and others. Aha, careful, that's an interesting word. You have to understand that you are not harmless. That is for sure. Just pause a moment and listen to how you speak to yourself. You are not harmless. Pause for a moment and consider how you speak to other people at times. You are not harmless. And the chaos you create in your life and the mayhem you can manifest at a moment's notice that's not coming from a harmless person. A wise person is a dangerous person because they know the harm that they can transmit and choose not to do so. That's a wise person. Know that they can create tremendous harm, not only to themselves, but to other people, but choose not to do it. That's a unique discipline to hold. That I could say these things, but I'm choosing not to say these things because they'll probably make things worse. So what can, I, what can I say to make things better? And there's a distinction where I'm attempting to create here that I started yesterday with you, is the distinction and the difference between aggression and assertiveness, it's different. A naive person allows their aggression to remain disintegrated. That's a naive person. 
A wise person has the capacity to integrate their aggression and trans transmute it into assertiveness. So they can stand up straight and say what they need to say as clearly as they can in the attempt to make things better. And that is a practice in of itself, it is. For a long time, I did not do that. For a long time in my life, I did not do that. I was very uncareful. I was certainly disintegrated with my aggression, absolutely. And I used it to create tremendous harm. I did that for a long time. I had this amazing ability to create mayhem wherever I went. And because I was so unpredictable, I was dangerous. I was dangerous towards myself and dangerous towards other people, which was not ideal. Being unpredictable, people don't like. We like to be predictable. That's why I like practices and patterns so much. I was not that. I had a decent sense of my physical capability through sports and also my willingness to grapple with people. <laughs> I was constantly fighting. And so I had a good sense of myself and how to take care of myself physically. That if I got into a fisticuff, mostly, most likely I could handle myself. And I did. And so that gave me physical confidence that if shit hits the fan, okay, let's get at it. <laughs> but that let me underdevelop in many different ways and specifically my ability to articulate and to be dangerous that way because I wasn't. And what I started to realize is that I was suffering more than I wanted to suffer. And that was the impetus for, for change for me. It was like, okay, okay, enough suffering. There's got to be something better than this. This unpredictability, this feeling of um, feeling unsafe in the world. There has to be something better than this. And this has been this long journey I've been on trying to hold this experience that I appreciate to be, hmm, what's the right word? Dangerous, yes, but confrontational, I guess, is maybe the best way of putting it. I've always been confrontational. And I wanted to maintain that. And to be dangerous in a different way, more for the good. That's why I appreciate about teaching. It's my attempt to be confrontational. Maybe you've noticed that. <laughs> but in the attempt to make things better for everybody, including me, not worse. I already know what that feels like, and I'm amazing at that. I have to constrain that part of me. And so I can grow this other part that I'm committed to and much more committed to now. And it's a weird experience. Like, hmm, do I want to be dangerous? I don't know if I want to be dangerous. It's like, yes, you do. The world is a dangerous place. Maybe you've noticed that. You got to contend with that on a daily basis. And the idea is not to protect yourself because protection weakens you, but to strengthen yourself. So you are somebody to contend with. You can hold yourself, handle yourself in as many situations as you possibly can.
And so how to be dangerous? Oh, some interesting distinctions up on the board. I'm going to walk you through them. Develop physical confidence. That's a good idea. Many ways to do that. Being on your yoga mat is one of them. Physical confidence. So you can stand upright. Your eyes wide open and move with confidence. Because if you don't, how are you moving in the world? And if you're moving without confidence, there's people out there looking for you. Somebody without confidence. You, don't, you do not want to be on the other end of that exchange. Argue, acquire verbal confidence and generous listening. That's a hell of a combination. Verbal confidence, the ability to articulate, to get your experience out of you. You listen to yourself, you share your experience. You have the capacity to listen to other people. Create warmth, that's nice. Listening is a great gift to give people. You can easily say it's the greatest because we're so deprived of it to be listened to. Become articulate, articulate so you can facilitate an argument and navigate conflict. We can be conflict avoidant, some more than others. Conflict, see you later. <laughs> I don't want conflict, I'm out of here. We can generate conflict and look to squash somebody else, but when it's coming back to us, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This doesn't feel very good. This feels out of control. And so the ability to stand in conflict and navigate those troubled waters, is good because conflict can be good. We need that tension sometimes if it's used properly. And the proper use of conflict is to make things better, not only for you, but for those that you're in relationship with. We kind of lose sight of that sometimes. Like, who cares about you? I'm way more important. <laughs> so give me what I want. I don't care if you suffer. Get your values, heart and tongue straight. So you're a force to contend with. Ha! Your values, the most important thing for you are your values. That's the center line. Hello. Hello. Thank you very much, values. Which gets your heart. And then your tongue straight. If you can speak and live from your values. That's the attempt in this program, Conscious Alignment. To straighten yourself out. To have a sharp tongue. The one that can speak the sacred word is a dangerous being. And the sacred word is your word. You have a word, lots of words that come through this beautiful instrument called your body. I wonder what a wonderful song you can sing when you choose to sing it. What a shame it is when you don't. You have a lot to offer. That is for sure. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to share our opinions, our perspectives, our observations, how we're feeling and experiencing ourselves within the world. And sometimes we choose not to take the risk. A dangerous person takes that risk because what's out there is feedback. 
people to push against how you see the world, and that's good. One of the ways in which we evolve. I agree with you, I don't agree with you. You are dangerous, you are dangerous if you can articulate the voice of the struggling oppressed, which is you. You are struggling and you are certainly oppressed. Who's oppressing you more than anybody else? Well, that's you. My hope through our time together over the last week, you're really starting to understand how you oppress yourself. And we can blame other people for that. I feel so oppressed. It's misguided, often certainly misguided. The idea is to channel your approach and energy so you are competent and dangerous. You are competent. Sometimes you don't share how competent you are and you're most competent when you're speaking from your values. That's your inner wisdom. That's a beautiful place to operate from. Then leverage your skill to take your proper place in the world. And how you place yourself in the world matters. Absolutely. So you're quite the force to contend with. You know that. What it takes to grapple with yourself on a daily basis. What it takes to attempt to relate to other people in your life on a daily basis. The importance of constraining certain parts of you so you can expand others. This is the practice of yoga. Got to pull in, hug in, constrain certain parts of you so you can expand out in other realms and domains. And so to use your body, your being in the most effective way and to teach from that place. And that's the attempt to teach how to do this, how to replicate what I'm speaking about this morning. Do not fool yourself, people. You are harmful, full of harm. Stop pretending that you're good and you got your shit together. Let's start talking about real matters and grappling with the human experience. And to do that through this beautiful practice of yoga, see where we can go together. And so if you think about your cheeks <laughs> and what lives in the cheeks, your glutes, which is most relevant to you, do you have anger towards women or anger towards men? It's going to be both, obviously. But which one is more prevalent in your life currently? Anger towards women, anger towards men. Which one would you say? I mean, you have to get down there and feel around in those cheeks, see which one's more sensitive than the other. What do you have here again? Men, thank you for that. Jessa, what do you got? Shaking your head over there. Okay, you second that. <laughs> well, this is a dangerous question. I don't know if I should have asked it. <laughs> You're in the women camp. Okay, thank you for that. Who else? What do you got? Yeah. 
Okay, very good. Left side, anger towards women. Okay, who else? What do you got? Left side, anger towards women. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You can't tell? Can't tell which one's worse? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Wow. What a practice it'll be. Maybe even pigeon. <laughs> yeah. Terry, for you, what do you got? Okay. Left. Okay. Anger towards women. All that inner deep-seated rage. Ah. Okay. Yeah, you fiery, fiery beings, for sure. It is a very difficult experience to integrate our anger. It's often left disintegrated. That's why it's difficult to be assertive. You want to be assertive. You have to be assertive. You have to assert your values. You have to assert your heart. You have to assert your tongue. You can't do that if you're poisoned. And that's what anger does. And so to rid yourself of that experience as much as you can. And this is the attempt to practice. So nice to be with you. What a curious practice it will be. Nice to have you here. And to practice we go.